one here. Okay. <clears throat> hey, welcome to this week on Tricky Kid Radio. I'm your host, Roy Turner, and I have a very special co-host this week. To the right of me here is uh, cosplay extraordinaire and model, Jessica Rabbit. Jessica, welcome to Tricky Kid Radio. Thanks. Glad to be here. Okay, so now, as you can see here, if you go to our YouTube channel, you'll be able to see actually what Jessica looks like and see this whole shebang. But for those of you that are listening to this while you're in your car right now, Jessica is a drop-dead gorgeous, uh, athletic-looking, awesome person with uh, an amazing spirit and a great attitude, and we're very excited and happy to have her this week. Uh, Well, as you know... uh, Miss Rabbit, <laughs> I just got back from the AVN Awards in Las Vegas. Yeah. And if you remember, uh, you and I actually, we, you and I met at Exotica oh, yeah. whenever it was here in Dallas. Yeah, last year. That was, that was awesome. Yeah, ex- exactly. And so let me make sure. Did that turn out? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> uh, anyway, I thought, I thought her, oh, that's what it was. It was that over there. Okay. And we're back. On. And we're back. Okay. <laughs> anyway. And so, yeah, so so you and I met at Exotica last year. Yeah, I mean, it was so much fun. Uh, it was, uh, I've been to the Exotic Erotic Ball in San Francisco before, so it was a little more uh, downplayed, you know. Sure. Uh, a lot less nudity, uh, you know. Right, of course. All that going on, but this is Dallas. We are, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, as you, if you recall, and if you go on to our uh to our website at www.trickykid.com. There's a hyphen between tricky and kid. I talk a lot about, about this and the pictures of the protesters that were outside and all that kind of nonsense. And But but I'll say this. I'll tell you where uh, the pros and cons were. It does compare. Uh, that AVN was a uh, – last year was my first year. And mm-hmm. so this was, this was my second year. Okay. And it definitely is wilder. There is still a non-nudity rule. I have been to – the exotic erotic ball in San Francisco, but not as a patron. I was on tour with a girl named Peaches, and she performed at one, one night, and then Snoop Dogg was the the next night. And so we only had a couple of minutes to walk around, and what I saw was like this crazy like Star Trek convention for like swingers, and it was kind of anything goes. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of people might have been expecting that also with AVN. And there's still a no nudity rule there, but it was definitely wilder it has a a legitimacy to it that i think that exotica still a great event didn't quite have it it's kind of looked as like the super bowl whereas whereas exotica would be a a playoff game to Mm -hmm. to use to use a sports reference Mm -hmm. anyway um but one thing i did like about exotica by comparison was that at exotica there was so much room and you could move around and it kind of had that geographic thing of Texas where, you know, the, the pace was much slower. You could, you know, whereas at AVN, it is like the passing period of high school where you can't, you can't move. It is just overwhelming with like, so it's like the so San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. It, adult. Expos. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just like this theme park of just, but it's, it's so congested. And so you don't really have a lot of time to, to, you know, to talk with people uh, there's a lot of competition for that attention. And as a member of the press, I don't want to have to compete with a fan. I want, you know, the fan paid their money to be there and, and, you know, and to meet them and stuff. So yeah. what are, what, what was some memories that you have of Exotica whenever you, <laughs> well, I was wearing a 
a different co- different kind of costume. I kind of put it together myself. Let it me was, tell people what you're wearing right now. Currently, Miss Rabbit, as you can see on our YouTube channel, is wearing, wearing a black see-through corset, um, black thigh highs, uh, hand. Uh, yes, and and she looks amazing, absolutely amazing. So, what? Tell me, tell me your experiences that you remember from being at Exotica. Uh, well, Vicky Chase got to kiss my rear. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that so, was awesome. Uh, well, and and did you notice how much they appreciated you being a female? Because it, it was predominantly male, was it not? It, it was, yeah. Okay. And, and, and why do you, like, what are your experiences with that? I mean, like, if, if you were somebody that was there signing, like I said, wouldn't you... Wouldn't a, a female out of for every 100 men, wouldn't that kind of be a bit of a relief? Yeah, you get it. I think you probably get a little des- desensitized to all the male attention. But sure. when you get the female attention, you know, they're there because they enjoy it. They love it. They right. love seeing, you know, we love seeing those people. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Because girls are kind of thought to be like, this isn't accepted or something or that they shouldn't be there. And, I, and, and I'm glad that you are somebody that is – would, would be the first one to say I that. I celebrate it. That's right. That's right. And, and as it should be, you know, um, I will say this though. Okay. That I did have a little bit of an issue, not an exotic per se, but certainly an AVN because you've never been to AVN before. Right? No, okay. I have not. Okay. No. And, but you'd like to come. Yeah, of okay. course. Okay. Um, was this again, like I said, like at exotica, you know how you'd see, you know, even the longest line wasn't too much of a line to, to get in, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, as a member of the press, I, I, I do get to sidestep that and everything else, and I'm very formal with them. I'm, I'm very, hi, my name is so-and-so. If they don't I – mean, I have a rapport with some of the – you know, because I was there last year. But, again, I, I'm new to this, and I'm not <clears> – forgive me – and I'm not really in that circle. I mean, as you know, with Tricky Kid, we cover cosplay, cover uh, comics, music. You know, we cover everything. All so, sorts of genres. Yeah, yeah. so we're not, we're not specific to that. And so <clears> – <throat> I'm very formal with them. I introduce myself, you know, show them my press pass, you know, tell them, you know, about trickykid.com. And for the most part that they're interested and excited, but I also have to get a couple of press shots Mm -hmm. of them, of the girls. Yes. Okay. So while I'm standing there waiting, because I'm not going to just like elbow some fan or just kind of like push my way to the front unless I'm on a time crunch. And sometimes I have to be like, okay, listen, we need to do this now. Mm -hmm. But I will sit there and have to listen to what these fans a lot of times are saying to the girls. And I got to tell you, it, 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 it can be kind of a bit of a beating. Is it degrading? Well, it's not just degrading, but you know they wouldn't talk to, you know, they wouldn't talk to anybody, any female like that. And they shouldn't be talking to them like that. I mean, sure, it may be a little harder to resist when a girl is standing there in a thong. It, it definitely is going to be... Uh, but you know, harder or not harder, but it would suggest a certain type of, uh, I don't know, theme, but I mean, I'm sitting here talking to a girl in a thong right now and I, and I, and I'm, and I'm speaking to you as a, as a human being, correct? Yeah, so, yes. And they all are human beings. Well, right. Of course. They deserve the same amount of respect. Every woman should. That's right. Yeah. Cause it is real work. And I, I also, I used to have this rule and it can be kind of tough, but I'll give my, my male listeners out there a, a uh, a tip. You never hit on hit on a woman when she's at work, okay? And it's tough, you know. <laughs> I've gone through the grocery line, and the girl is super cute, and I'm just like, oh man! But you don't hit on a girl when she's at work, man. She's at work. 
leave it alone. You have to meet her. You know, unless you go through her line three or four times and, and make a rapport with her, but then, yeah. then you're just a creepy stalker. But anyway, <laughs> but here's what I mean. And I, and, and I want some feedback from you on this. All okay. Right. Was that my dilemma was if nothing else, like I want to be complimentary towards them, you know, cause you know, they're doing a good job and they look good and, and, you know, and I'm taking their picture and, and, you know, and so I, I want to be complimentary, but I refuse to be yet just one more person, one more dude that is just saying, like, you know, you compliment, here is where it's different because you compliment a girl on the street, like, hi, I, I, I like your, your dress or you look, you look great to, you know, today, or even you, you look absolutely fantastic today, Jessica. But, okay, if you're complimenting somebody that does, that, is an adult performer, it, it does seem to be kind of tainted in a sense, especially when they're hearing it all day. So <clears throat> I don't have time to, uh, to be that creative and come up with something, you know, but yet, again, like I said, I refuse to be yet one more person. Well, I have a question yeah. Were a lot of the comments like, okay, I saw you in such and such video, you know, you were doing this or that act. Yeah. 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 It was, it was very, and, and again, like I said, it's kind of difficult because if you walked up to, I don't know, Lou Ferrigno and go, Oh my God, I'd loved you as the Hulk. How do you walk up to Asa Akira and kind of go, man, I loved you in, you know, fill in the blank here for me, Jessica. Oh, you're, 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 oh, you know, okay. you know all of her titles. So, uh, you see what I'm saying? No, so, she's gorgeous. Oh, oh yeah, 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 insanely gorgeous. Um, okay, so that I get, but you know, and then they're fans, and this is a fan convention, and this is a chance for them as a fan to meet the person they are. But let me tell you something: the majority of the people there was a giant room, and nothing against AVN because it's a, it was wonderful and it was fun. But it was this giant room of what I would call unfuckable men. Do you understand? Like, and yeah. <laughs> like every guy there was an under or overweight guy that you could tell that this is that this guy, if he's the only way he's getting laid is if he's married or he's paying for it. He's just your average show. Well, some of them were, I, I wouldn't even say average. Most of them were like, there was, there was a lot of desperation. Okay, a lot of, and I'm not trying to put anybody down, but what I'm saying is this, is that, okay, and all of them have, are three or four cameras around their neck that are nicer than my camera. So how do I differentiate myself as a member of the press? And here's where the thing is, here's where I'm tortured, because as much as I think I'm above it or, or, or different, whatever, I start looking at these guys and I think, okay, they're all like in their like late thirties and older. Okay, some much older. Okay, mm -hmm. all got a little bit of that mid middle age spread. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Receding hairline, and a lot of them are bespectacled. And I'm thinking, oh wait a minute, this is this is me. Is this what I look like to the performers? So I'm having this existential crisis. Oh no. But I get that. You know what? I, I didn't know you for very long before I started talking to you. Right. And all this, you know, we got pretty close really fast. Yeah, absolutely. But you have this way about you. Um, you don't say the norm. You, you say, like, the compliments you give are they're thoughtful. You know, it's not well, thank just you. nice tits, nice ass, well, no, you know. Course, like, but golly. it's actually, 
I've looked at you, and this is what I think is beautiful about you. Right. Whether it's exterior, interior, what? Well, thank you. And like I said before, honesty is my only excuse. It's like I, I wouldn't know how to not be that way. And, and again, some people – I'm kind of polarizing like that yeah. because some people don't know don't know how to take it because like some actually might find it easier to field a nice tits compliment versus uh, like, wow, I really – you know, you have an amazing laugh or, or, or like you with these hip bones of, mm-hmm. of, of it. I, I'm so, I'm so sorry that you're not sitting as close to her as I am right now, because this young lady on each hip, they're not hips, they're diamonds. They're, they're jewels. They're, they're uh, whatever was supposed to be in Al Capone's vault that, <laughs> that, uh, was his fucking name? Geraldo Rivera. Okay. I have found them. They're sitting right next to me and they're attached to Jessica rabbit. And they are these hip bones that are like the first time I heard the Beatles. Okay. Like they are life changing. They play music. Uh, right. Exactly. They are, they are, uh, uh, all you need is hip bones is the, is the, is the cover here. So, so, so thank you for that. But so you see what I'm saying? That was like, I walked up to them and I'm, again, I'm very formal and I want to be complimentary, but I'm, but it's like, you know, I refuse to be just because some, some of the guys, it's even worse. Instead of being like, oh, I loved you in double anal four or whatever. It's like, they're just kind of like, you really helped me through a difficult time. And it's like, that's weird. Even when you see that happen at like Comic-Con, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's a little creepy. Yeah. 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 You think, so, and it's always the 300 pound acne uh, you know poor guy and he's like and it's like this like thing where he like wants to like you know kind of rest their head on their show you know and it's like as a fan they're not the only ones that have to deal with that i mean when where we were at comic-con every mm-hmm. person that came up with billy piper from, from the doctor who series that mm-hmm. came up it was instead of being like oh hey like what was your favorite episode to shoot it was all like my stepmom got hit by a reindeer, uh, got run over by a reindeer at Christmas. And if it wasn't for that episode, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here today. It was like, and she, she had the best response. She goes, well, it's wonderful that you can find strength in, in a TV show. Yeah. But you know, uh, anyway, so, so moving on. So that, so that was the expo. So it, it was cool. Uh, tell, tell me one of the things, like I said, why, why you would want to go to, to, to AV. Uh, just, I'm a very openly sexual person just to be able to talk to people, meet people. That's right. And there's uh, a lot of that too. And I'm not talking about just the stars or the people working there, the, the people that go sure. to it, the couples, especially, right. or you don't see very many single females, but a lot of times couples and yeah, I right. talk to the women and. Right. Sure. You know, of course. You would treat it. Like, they're kind of like I am, you know. Yeah. It's nice. It's refreshing. Um, <laughs> it, it just seems like a very fun experience. It absolutely is. And I, and I, and I want to, to be clear about that. And, and like I said, because there's that whole other element too. There's people there that, that, that are like you that are super sexual and super free and, um, you know, are so outgoing and sex positive and, and you can learn stuff. I mean, they have uh, different, you know, Seminars, seminars, and panels, and, panels and, stuff, yeah. and stuff, and and I mean that are designed to be educational, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what they are. I even learned some stuff. I uh, wandered into this room just to charge my cell phone, and I ended up 
seeing this, it was kind of like an oddities panel, because they had like a transgender mm -hmm. uh, performer, and they had like a, an amputee, which was kind of kind of intense, mm -hmm. and, and then they had, a, uh, they had a little person all on the same panel kind of talking about what their experiences were. So, and again, like I said, the socialness of it, like I said, b besides the, uh, you know, the, the lonely guy with the, with the camera, there are lots of, you know, it was so great seeing people being so free and, and you would treat it just like the comic cons you go to, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? In terms of the social aspect. Now I do want to get to the award portion. Of it. Okay. You and I talked a little bit uh, before we, we got started here was okay. So now, to be clear, I absolutely believe, and, not, and I don't think it's my opinion, I think it is, I'll state it as fact, that being an adult performer and working in the adult industry, I believe 100% is work. It is honest work. It takes work. Agreed? I agree. And there's a lot of maintenance, uh, body uh, preparation yeah. for all that. I mean, well, even you, as, even you as a model as a cosplayer. I mean, it's kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are some of the things that, that you have to uh, well, I'd, I'd work out, but I'd work out anyways. Um, you know, you have to maintain a certain, you don't have to maintain a certain body type. I mean, because I believe people of all body types can be sure, of course, and all of course. That. but you know, but you want to look your best. Tend, what you mean. Yeah. You want to look your best. Um, I've just always believed in looking fit and trim and right. Um, and you are doing excellent. You had one job, but you're doing that one job. Well, uh, no, but what I mean is, is, okay. So if it's, we have declared that it is absolute honest work and not to mention, but you know, they have to maintain the social media stuff and new appearances. They, they feature dance across the nation to raise that, that profile. Yeah. Okay. So like I said before, so when they have, so that just like any other industry, why, you know, they should be rewarded. There should be, you know, every industry has some type of award show or some mm -hmm. type, especially in entertainment. I don't think that the adult industry should be any different. Do you? No, no, not at all. And I think that when they win, I think that they actually win something. It's an acknowledgement of staying fit and, 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 and being interesting and, and actually performing and being a good performer that has captured people's imaginations. Yeah, you okay. have to do something different, something that's not the norm. Because because it, it's so because it is so competitive, you know. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, like I said I was there last year, and then I was there this year, and it was the turnover rate. There was because I think that the somebody was telling me that usually most performers don't don't last a year. It, and just to show you how hard it is, and not to mention what it does, I'm sure to your to your normal social life. You, it, it's not a job; it really is a lifestyle. Yeah. You really have to to step into. But as but I would be bereft if I also didn't mention that, okay, I mean, this is a formal thing. I mean, this is a hard thing to get into. I mean, tickets are, they go immediately. They're expensive. People get dressed up. Uh, you know, there's actual, you know, I mean, I mean, this is, this is really almost no different than like, like, like the Oscars, mm -hmm. except we're discussing adult films. Yeah. Okay. And they get dressed up, but, at the same time, and I'm not trying to single anything out here, but what is your opinion at the same time, after we've acknowledged that, that when you see a performer get up there who is actually openly weeping like somebody on the Oscars would, and and then actually, in fact, even thanking their parents like an Oscar winner would, but the award that they got was for something like Best Gangbang. 
Is there something about that that, that, that strikes you uh, uh, differently than you would, say, an Oscar winner? Uh, it kind of depends on the girl uh, and her reasons for it. Was it just a job for her, or was she doing it because it's a passion, because she loved it? Well, if she's weeping, and it would probably would be that way. Yeah. I would hope so. Right. Uh, thanking your parents, I, you know what, I, I can't quite relate to that. <laughs> you know, my parents would probably be the ones crying. Right, but, you know, <laughs> right, right. Hey, but I right. mean, if you're proud of it, and... Yeah, I mean, you how, know, how do we say that we're sex-positive people... When we're when when we could tell somebody not to be proud of their accomplishments for being sex positive, yeah, I see nothing wrong with being proud of it. Absolutely, I don't think there's anything. I think you should be proud of it. But again, like I said, you can see how at the exact same time when they're mimicking or paralleling the Oscars, when the content is is something that's obviously a little a little a little more personal. You, you know what I mean? That how you could you could kind of see how that might be a, a, a little a little yeah. challenging. Yeah, but still a lot of work did go into. That's right. It, that's so. right. And so, and if that's it, you know, and there they are. Sword right. Now, I also here was my also my observation. Okay, was and this isn't to to you know to downplay anybody's hard work, but it did seem like it's not necessarily hard to break into the industry, but it is certainly, it does seem because it is so competitive to maintain a foothold. Like what I mean is like this year, there was this whole, these new crop of girls. Everybody was talking about just like last year. And those old crop of girls aren't, most of them aren't even, even here a year later. Mm -hmm. So breaking in, it seems like, like we talked about earlier, like if there was a, you know, a really good looking gal. She's, you know, young, 18 to 22 ish, whatever. No one's ever shot her. She's got this amazing body or, or, or she looks very similar to, let's say like, uh, like a, like a well-known celebrity. She's like a lookalike mm -hmm. and she might even strategically, you know, use her Have stage, a, a stage yeah, name, right? Yeah. She's going to be a sensation with little or no effort. Okay. I mean, she still has to shoot the material and the content. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that's, that's an effort, right? Yeah. Okay. So my observation was it doesn't seem like it was that it's that hard to break into it. But once you have shot a couple of scenes or ever, or better yet after everybody's already shot you to maintain a certain relevance. And I think that that's where the work comes. People are thinking, okay, what's next? What right. They're always looking on next or who's the next girl, mm -hmm. you know, that too. And so, I mean, think about it. I mean, they actually have a hall of fame. I mean, there were there the the host of, of the host of the show was a girl named Joanna Angel, uh, somebody that I was friendly with uh, back when I lived in Brooklyn, and who, uh, um, you know, I she runs the the company Burning Angel, which is the alternative to the norm. Okay, which is you know it's the girls with like, like suicide girls with all the the mm -hmm. tattoos and stuff, and they kind of bring and so they stand out. So that's why she's been able to be relevant because she basically invented something that didn't exist before. Mm -hmm. And it's a legitimate thing. I mean, when you drive around Vegas, you would see Joanna because she was the host. You would see her image on every city bus, on top of every single cab. If you drove around Vegas for weeks before the event, she was the most popular image that you would see on all of Las Vegas. So this isn't some dark 
thing that's over here in the corner. This is yeah. a mainstream, legitimate thing. If, if you got into a cab any time in the month of January in Las Vegas, you saw Joanna Angel's image. That's cool. What do you think about that? I think that's really cool to see a female, you know, near the head of the industry, you know, yeah. and and she was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Was my point innovative, and that's really neat. Yeah. So, because you know, for a long time it was just male dominated, you know. Well, I think the girls always have, have, have been the stars, but with somebody like her, I mean, she owns the company. And yeah, she that's, spearheads that's what I'm saying. Right, the, yeah. the heads of the company. Right. Yeah. Stuff, not the actual athletes. But, you know, and, and, and obviously it, it takes more than just inventing something. Obviously she has to be a really, really good performer and she's really charismatic. And so, and they inducted her into the Hall of Fame. So it's kind of like, there is like, like a lifelong thing. I mean, there's those that last a year and then there's those that last Ten or twenty years. I mean, uh, do you know? Do you know who Nina Hartley is? Nina Hartley. That sounds so familiar. She's like uh, this legend of from like from like the seventies and early eighties, and oh, yeah. and she has had a bit of a second act. Is kind of like this kind of you know uh, elder statesman type of like the kind of coaches people had to get into the industry, but also had to get out of it and what to do once they get out of it. And she's like this sex therapist expert and she counsels people and she just, she's just wonderful. and Everybody loves her, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and she's there and she will be there every, every year. And as long as she's able to, to, yeah. you know, that's really yeah. I mean, this was her life. This wasn't, you know, it kind of breaks the mold of I'm going to do this out of desperation or I'm going to do this out of, um, you know, to get my way through college. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, for me, I can really see those in the films, even on their face. It's all over their face. You think it translates? Whether I'm enjoying this, this is me being me, or I just need a paycheck or I need something. Yeah, for it's, sure. I mean, you you can. At the end it's of the, a bit of a turnoff, you know, yeah. personally. Well, to quote, uh, you know, you, uh, the you know, Glenn Fry just died, so well, you know, you can't hide your, those lion eyes, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I'm sure the Eagles will love that I brought them into this discussion. <laughs> okay, so now the next thing I wanted to talk about was this, and where is our okay? So, for those of you that are listening to this, uh, I'm going to hold this up for the camera here. Actually, you hold it for the camera. It looks a lot better here. Is on the cover here? Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Is on the cover of this month's of AVN magazine, AVN, of course, being the, the adult video network and, and news, is uh, it says, are cam girls the new porn stars? Now, Jessica, tell everybody what a cam girl is, if they don't already know. They are girls who stand in front of uh, webcams, and uh, a lot of times people are typing things that they want them to do. It's a live show is what you're it's, saying. Yeah, it's a live show, yeah. Okay, so it, so it's them performing just like the adult performers, but instead of performing on a set like a, like, a, like a porn set, they're performing in the comfort and privacy of their own homes. Mm-hmm. Now, most of them, from what I've seen, do not actually perform with anybody else, correct? Usually it's like a solo thing. Is that right? Usually, yeah. Okay, now now have you ever done any, any sort of cam work or is it anything that you, you're interested not, in? Not uh, publicly. <laughs> but but maybe but maybe privately, okay. Uh, there, yeah, there's it, people. It, uh... If you would like to encourage Miss Jessica Rabbit, uh, please tweet at her Uh-oh. at... <laughs> I'm Jessica Rabbit on Twitter. Right, it's just Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, there's no numbers or anything. It's just J E S S. Gosh, I don't know what that. <laughs> is. It 
It's Jessica well, and a series of numbers, but look okay. up Jessica Rabbit. I will. Well, there might be more, more than one. I will. Yeah. I will tag her, and you'll be able to see. It. Anyway, so what we're talking about here, of course. Okay, so uh, for those who don't know, that a cam girl again is somebody that has foregone having to work at a strip club and some of the pratfalls of having to, you know, deal with, you know, maybe some catty coworkers or a creepy boss, uh, and they're able to just open their laptops and use the camera and perform. Mm-hmm. And as what the question Avian is begging is, are cam girls the new porn stars? And so I wanted to tell you this, is that at the Avian, the cam girls were some of the most popular. And I think the reason why was because you can sometimes have opportunities to meet these porn stars because they go to all these different conventions or they feature dance mm-hmm. several times a year, especially if you live in a major city like, like Dallas or Chicago or yeah, something. The Chatterbait girls are there. Uh, right. Okay. Uh, well, I'm talking about like the actual porn stars. I'm, I'm saying like, like you'd be able to see like an awesome Akira yeah. three or four times a year if you live in a, in a major metropolitan city, but you, you never get to meet the cam girls because they're at home. So, so they were some of the most popular people. And so why do you, why do you think, that Avian is asking this question, are cam girls the new porn stars? No, that's... Probably because it's the new and upcoming thing that people are... The general population is really taking a liking to. Because Um, it is live and it is interactive, probably. Yeah, um, a lot of times they cater to what, you know, asking them for right you guys can make requests yeah right and they'll do a show based on that you know um now you know production and all that going into it is not nearly as much so i don't know that's a tough one Uh, well to call them actual porn stars yeah 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 are they porn stars that's because some of them actually do perform with like let's say their their boyfriends or whatever on camera uh, but some of the most popular ones I saw, there's a girl named Ash Marie mm-hmm. and she's got to be the most popular one. Uh, and for what I understand, I've never, I've never seen any of her shows, so I could be wrong. So forgive me, uh, if, I, if I'm mis- misspoken here, but I think that she just does solo. Now it does, doesn't hurt the fact that she is seriously one of the most uniquely gorgeous girls I've, I've ever mm-hmm. seen ever. It's insane. Like just, she's got her own little niche there, but but so, but are they porn stars? Does it, or do you think is a porn, would a porn star take exception to, to that? I mean, if they hold pride in that or. Man, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm not sure how to answer that. You know, now I will say one thing. Did you, did you see uh, Rashida Jones made a documentary last year called hot girls wanted. Did you, did you see it? Mm-hmm. You did see it. Yes. Okay. I got to see it at Sundance at the premiere last year. Oh. And, uh, and, but one thing I, I didn't realize, and it wasn't until actually exotica, the performer Stoya and uh, one of the a performer and also one of the biggest agents in the industry is going to shy love. They held a, um, like a little panel at exotica in Dallas where they were, it was like a rebuttal. Because apparently a lot of people took great exception to that movie. Why do you think that is? Because it was unexpected for me. Because because basically what they were saying was that it was paint. It was kind of 
pigeonholing and saying that the entire industry as a whole is this cesspool of guys like that was profiled, you know, in, in the movie. And I, I gotta be honest with you. I didn't take away from that when I watched the film, but I'm also not a cam girl or a performer. So why do you think they would take such exception to that? Um, I'm stuck on this one. <laughs> no, this is this is a very lengthy conversation. Uh, well, uh, just <laughs> what is give me a, give me a couple of uh, uh, things. Why do you think they would take exception to it? I mean, did, did you think that it painted the industry or even the cam industry as a is ne a negative one? Maybe it's a cautionary I, tale. I, but I don't. I don't see it as a negative thing at all. I mean, the I, movie or being a cam girl. Okay, we're, we're talking about oh, the movie. Okay, we're okay. talking about just the movie. Did you think that the movie put put that in a negative light? Not really, no. Like, I mean, I mean, would you have felt the need to, to defend the industry by, after watching it? I mean, did you feel like a certain outrage by it? We'll, we'll, we'll move on. Um, yeah. Okay, good. now, okay, listen, now. One thing, however, okay, now, so we, we've d decided that cam girls, of course, you know, because they, they are the new thing, it is interactive, the entropy of life is going to always, like, you know, remember it used to be in the 70s, it was the porn stars, and then the, it, and it was the amateurs in the 80s that kind of became that. So now it's kind of like, that's happening. But now, if we've already had this discussed that being a porn star, cam girl, whatever you want to call yourself, um... Because, okay, we should say this first. We should say this next, okay? Because it's becoming so popular and such a, a mainstream thing that this year, right before AVN started, was the first annual cam girl convention. They have – the cam girls have – I mean, there were cam girls obviously at AVN, but there was its own separate thing. Wow. That, uh, that strip stream, who is a cam service like Streammate or Chatterbait like you mentioned – had had put on. That's really neat. I mean, I like. It means it's becoming so big now. They get their own thing. Okay. Oh yeah, but why do you think that is? I mean, why why are why is the cover of AVN uh, talking about cam girls instead of porn stars? Why is there? Why is the first year having having their own their own? And then Where this are most of the people watching them. And, and why is that? Uh, possibly because it gives them what they want. On a more personal level, um, but don't you think it's also a way to be to be piracy? Like entertain explain, the idea. Explain a little bit more what you mean by piracy. Then. Okay, think about this. Okay, the AVN industry or the AVN uh, convention used to take over the entire uh, second floor of mm -hmm. the Sands Hotel. Mm -hmm. Okay. In 2016, it is in two modest-sized rooms and one hallway at the Hard Rock. You almost could fit it here. If I, needed, if I had one more room like this, you almost could fit it here. Mm -hmm. And I come from the punk rock ethic where you pay for what you like because you want to continue. Mm -hmm. If you like Fugazi, you would – you pay – to see Fugazi and you buy Fugazi records so that Fugazi can make another Fugazi record. Understood? Mm -hmm. 
So I am somebody that doesn't necessarily consume a lot of adult adult content, but I definitely believe that those that, that do, as well as myself, uh, should pay for it. Okay, and so what? Uh, and so what's caused the industry to shrink so much? Much like the music industry, which is, of course, that's my my background, is that people aren't paying for porn anymore. It's very simple to go onto a tube site mm-hmm. and just kind of dial up what you want. Okay, and then there it is. Now, I also don't fault those tube sites because I also view those as almost like the radio, like exposure. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I could go there and maybe check this out. And if I really like it, then I would really want to see what this person is about. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what I think the performers have, have, have the dilemma was it what I have to do something more. And I think that the only thing that they could do more is to do something live and do something interactive. You can't download an interactive experience. So that's what I'm trying to say was, is I, I think that the reason why it's become so popular and also so lucrative, because that's what people are wanting to spend their money on. Instead of spending their money on, on a video that everybody else has seen and everybody else can watch, they would spend their money on actually. And I think that's also why, some of the fans that I saw seemed to be so creepy because they, it seemed like they, they felt like they had developed real relationships with these girls. You see my point? Yeah. Because they're literally actually talking to them. They're saying something and then they're saying something back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, isn't that a kind of a symbiotic relationship? You're going to find that in all different kinds of places. Even the cosplay world, you find that all that, the time. You're living out their sexual fantasy to some people. Right, and, and then we will cover cosplay and the, yeah, and the, sorry, and the sexualization. Yeah, I mean, that, but no, but no, but that, but that, just that, to bring up a different example. No, but that's a great point. Okay, so, uh, and I met some great people over at the the Cam uh, Girl Convention. Uh, my girls, uh, shout out to Sparky uh, Saint, uh, Sinclair, Sparky Fetch. She's a big hip hop uh, fan, and she's a she's a she's a good friend of mine. And uh, so, uh, but I, I see the work that she puts into what she does. And I see a lot of the work that people put into it. But on the other hand, what we were discussing earlier, is that it also seems almost too easy. Like a lot of people think that, oh, I'm young. I'm good looking. I don't have to leave my house. I open my laptop and I can just point the camera at me. And then I'm a cam girl. And I expect because, you know, we talked about this earlier. One thing, however, I, I thought was kind of strange was not strange. But when you see these public profiles of all these cam girls, they all have these wish lists, these Amazon wish lists. What do you what do you think about that? <sighs> It'd be awesome to get bought all the stuff that I wanted from all my fans. Right. But again, that's kind of creepy, you know. Do you think that I you're... mean, do you deserve it really? Just because you did, you know, what's his name's fetish for a show? Uh, right. I. It's both ways, you know. If I was a cam girl, yeah, I'd love to get all this free stuff. But... At the same time, okay. So, what would be what would be what would be a a negative reason to not have an Amazon wish list? And do you, do you think that it enables kind of a of a falsity of in terms of a relationship? You think it kind of maybe enables somebody that's that's using this more than just as entertainment? Yeah, I could see them using it for other reasons. 
I'm, I'm talking about the consumer. Like, see, the, cons- the, oh, the, the consumer isn't just. Oh, like he's trying to establish a relationship. And them. and then the, and in him buying the gifts that she knows that she's going to open yeah, that, it. Uh, yeah, that's a little weird. Do you? Because what they'll do is that they'll do is they'll even will film themselves opening the gifts. So you know that you have bought something that you know that she's going to touch. It seems like that's opening up a can of worms that. Well, okay. Well, let's say that, that there's no fear of that. Do you still think it's somewhat unhealthy, or do you think it's still somewhat like like like? Tell me a positive it, or a negative. I mean, it could be unhealthy because the, what if you have a seriously, cre- you know, a creeper of a guy? Okay, you right. Know, and he's buying you all this stuff and seeing it, you know, on video, you opening it and enjoying it and all this. You might think. You know, he might think he has a relationship with you of some kind. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure he does. And then, and that oh, they can get real weird, real fast. Okay. Well, besides the stalker element of it, do you like you said you mentioned something earlier about about like being deserving of it? Like, do you? Because I mean, I've seen some people like you know, again, if they put in hard work, and this is like tipping. This would be like tipping a a cab driver. What, where does it go from not being like tipping? to becoming something where like an entitlement. Yeah, if you're doing this for pure fun and pleasure, why do you want gifts out of it? Okay, but but most of the of what I've seen these girls aren't doing it for fun and pleasure. This is their they this is their job. They're doing it for 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 they are money motivated. They're they're in this to to make money and maybe get a little bit of fame out of it and then kind of enjoying that. I mean, they're young young people. So you know what I mean? Like, okay, if you're tipping a cab driver because he was a nice guy, he got you from point A to point B, okay, you tip a cam girl for for doing something. When does it become more of an entitlement? Because I've seen girls like, I'm hungry. Somebody order me a pizza. And next thing you know, some dude in Illinois is ordering her a pizza. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you see what I'm saying? That becomes less about earning and more about entitlement. Talk a little bit about that for me. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, what? I don't know. At what point do you think you have the right to just demand things from people? It's, right. You know, it's a newer thing. It's it's a newer concept that I'm hearing about. But and yeah. for people to get rewarded for this kind of stuff, these tips, I guess you call right, them, right? Sure. Um, or perks, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good thing. It's a bad thing. I, okay. Well, okay, but I don't think yeah. they're the only. But they're not the only ones. I mean, they're getting. Uh, you know, you're a cosplayer. Cosplayers have their their. They have wish lists and Amazon wish lists too, and they're getting. We when we profiled you last year and our top uh, cosplayers, the the girl that was number one was uh, a girl named Joni Brosis, who is amazing. This is one of the most amazing, sweetest, nicest, most just, you, you totally want, would want to hang out with her because she's just such a genuinely nice and she's genuinely nerdy. She's not mm-hmm. like, this is just the new gig. You know, I'm good looking. I was going to be a stripper, but now I'll be a cosplayer. It's easier. It's like, she's a genuinely nerdy person, yeah. but she gets mountains of gifts so much so that like once a week she'll go on Periscope and open all the gifts. And you know what I'm saying? And, and she's not actually performing. I mean, she's she's just portraying, like you said, kind of a, a very a kind of a very sexualized version of cosplay. And I'm sure that you know she makes her own outfits and she's a wonderful person. And I'm not 
you know, discounting that too. But again, like a mountain of gifts every week, is this how she's getting paid to do it? But the main thing is, how do you tell her what she's doing is wrong? I bet Joni many times and she's a, a super nice, you know, super decent, wonderful gal. How do you tell her that getting all of these gifts for looking good and making people happy is wrong? Yeah. That's a big uh, issue in the cosplay world right now. Yeah. You know, uh, some people ask for tips for pictures. You know, uh, some people ask for, you know, money towards making a new cosplay. Um some people, I guess, just ask for gifts. Yeah, um, right, right. Uh, a lot of most cosplayers uh, don't like it. Don't like that people ask for this. Um, like I, I do it because I enjoy it. That's right. Fun. Um, and we're going to tackle all that whole yeah, cosplay world in a few weeks later, here. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, so the next thing is this here is what what we're going to do is is that I interviewed uh, a, a really really awesome gal, uh, and her name is is Misty Kitten or Misty Blonde. I think she was Misty Blonde for a while, and I think she goes by uh, Misty Kitten. And she's a a cam girl for MyFreeCams.com. She's mm-hmm. up for all these cam awards that are coming up and everything else. And I interviewed her at AVN. and so I'm excited for for you and for the people listening uh, to hear that. Before we get to Misty. Uh, I wanted to talk about some places where you can find me and you. Uh, I'll start with me. Uh, first, you can find me um, actually, uh, well, starting Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, February 4th, 5th, and 6th. You can see me in Austin, Texas at the Continental Club. Uh, and then on uh, Valentine's Day, there's a great, great, great event that's happening um, in DeSoto, Texas. It's a, it's a fashion show. It, it happens at the DeSoto uh, Civic Center in the middle of the day. Uh, and it's going to be a fashion show. I'll be DJing. We'll be, you know, lots of great networking opportunities for a lot, a lot of people out there for, if you're a model, photographer, whatever, a designer, please come out to the Valentine's day event. It's also on our website. Also that same weekend is the Dallas fan days, comic-con where you will also be able to not only see me, we'll be doing this show live on the main floor, but you'll, but you'll also be able to see miss Jessica rabbit as well. So Jessica, where, where can they see you? They can. Uh, uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, my page is Jessica Rabbit Cosplay. Uh, I just started a Twitter account. I'll have to get that info to you. Okay. Uh, in, in fact, I'll find it right Jessica now. As a matter of fact, keep, keep, keep talking. Uh, <laughs> tell, tell me your Instagram. Uh, Instagram is d a r underscore phoenix. So like dark phoenix without the k. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, are you also on, on Instagram? That was Instagram. Oh, it was. Okay. You are, uh, Jessica seven, nine, one, five, eight, oh, seven, two. I didn't pick that. We, we need to pick you a new one here pretty yeah. soon, but, but, but for now it's, yeah, it's Twitter is Jessica seven, nine, one, five, eight, oh, seven, two. So, uh, and also I, um, if you haven't already, if I've been plugging this for weeks is if you haven't already go to cruiseplanners.com and book your cruise in May, you remember gorgeous ladies of wrestling. I asked you this earlier. You, yeah. uh, were you, were you a fan of glow? Yeah. 
It's going to be all all the glow girls uh, from from Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. It's going to be so great. We're going to have an '80s prom. I'm going to be DJing. We'll be doing the show uh, every day with two different girls, two different glow girls, uh, with a live studio audience. It's going to be so much fun. Go to cruiseplanners.com and book your glow cruise today. It's going to be on May. Starts May 22nd. Uh, goes to Catalina Island, and then we'll depart out of uh, I believe out of Santa Barbara in California. Um, also you want to go to our YouTube channel, uh, just go to tricky kid TV and it'll come right up. Obviously, if you're not already a subscriber to this podcast, go to iTunes, type in tricky kid radio podcast. That'll come right up. I'm also on Facebook just under tricky kid radio podcast. And also, also at Twitter at just tricky kid and the number two. Uh, also you also go definitely going to want to go to the YouTube channel. So not only can you see, the gorgeous Miss Jessica Rabbit here and see what she's looking like today. But there's going to be some great bonus footage and lots of other uh, great things there. So stick around for our interview with uh, multi-cam uh, award. So, uh, anyway, uh, so uh, okay, so you've been doing it for about a year. So now you specifically kind of uh, uh, built more kind of a niche type kind of demographic. Yeah. Okay. What, what is that? I approach more um, the teen and just the age. I do that a lot too. I I enjoy that and it's be open to everyone. And I found that um, that has become my niche and <laughs> that would become my niche. I at first I was like, okay, what am I supposed to do this? And then I was like, oh, I can play this and have fun and go back. So I dress up and take tails. I have a teddy bear that I bring everywhere with me. I brought it to security on the airplane. I saw that. I saw that. Now, you know, I, I would be bereft if I didn't ask that question. Like, okay, so I, you know, am all about, I guess, openness and equality. And, but when you introduce a, a teddy bear, that kind of, it kind of shuttles a little bit of a line there. But you think it's a little bit, like, it gets a little dark. <laughs> Um, you know, I, everybody likes 
Hawks, you know, good-looking, uh, you know, younger women, of course. Some people might take exception to the whole barely legal thing or whatever. Some people like, oh, what's the milk, the genre, that sort of thing, okay? So, obviously, we know legally where the, the, the line is drawn. But do you feel like you're, is there, any, is there anything for you where it, the impliedness of it sometimes, is that, is that an issue for you at all? Yeah. It can be. Yeah. Um, because I mean, because I am unusual, like they, they really want to like just come. Yeah, they don't know what to carry. Yeah. yeah. So I, I really appreciate that, but I have to. Um, I'm very sweet, but I, I have to like put up boundaries. I feel bad because some of the guys are really nice, but they understand. Well, sure, of course. And I, I mean, if there's obviously more positives and negatives, I mean, that's why we're here. Yeah. So, is this your first year at ABA, or what are your next year? Um, this is my first year. Okay. The one big negative, I have to mention, I, I laugh at it now. Yesterday, they thought somebody, I signed an autograph for a hotline that I was underage. They must arrest me at the time. I was like, oh, now I'm like, oh, my God, that is so funny. What, what, what they would arrest you? Yeah. Arrest you, here? Yeah. What for? Being underage. Like, yeah. Okay, well, if you were underage. Well, yeah, the only thing is if you were underage, would they just kick you out? Where would the arrest come in? Uh, that, that they thought I was in brothel, but I'm like, okay, like, they obviously trafficked me. Oh, you've been, you've been trafficked, so they were trying to, like, save you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so what happened? This is the best we have for that weekend. Oh, my God. So. And this is gold, you see? I love it. I am full of cops, but the cop literally, like, he's like, I need to see your idea. So oh, he comes up to me, or so he's like, he just acts as a fan, and I'm like, sign and say, and I don't want to think too much of it, but the only other question was, do you get quiet at the show? I was like, oh, no. Also, was they, they were kind of eager to suppress somebody or bust something or. Yeah, I don't know. I think because it's probably trafficking, and then so I see I'm going to the bathroom and I see him, and he goes, "Come here." I'm like, "What?" And it's just kind of creepy for me to go to come here. Sure, of course, yeah. And then I'm like, "No." So he's like, "Someone is here on the FBI. Someone wants to said you're trafficking." I'm like, "What?" And he's like. And first of all, I didn't know what to believe him because there's a lot of crazy people. So I'm like, yeah. he's like, he's like, no, we have to arrest you. He's like, oh no, we get out of here. And it's not like, and then I go to my Jesus Christ, my heart. I said, do not touch me. Okay, so, okay, so, let me see if I can get this straight, okay? Who do you think made the report? I don't have no clue, but now I'm like, you know. No, you have a clue. I don't have If you were. If you were to fall into a selective conclusion, do you think that it was just like some fan or some scorn fan, maybe? It could have been that, or it could have been the detective just coming and then. It's having it is an election year, so, you know, you, you were going to be his big bust to get him a yeah. <laughs> So, how, how did you get in, in the end of being a camper? How did that start for you? Okay. Okay. All right. So I started camming, and 
I I enjoyed it, and it was something where I was there. I didn't have to travel and save and everything. And in the end, the, the guys were actually there for me, and I got like, okay, now everyone's going to be jackass. Right. So what were, what were your preconceived notions to get um, that a lot of guys I was with were not nice, so I was always like, oh no, like, all guys are like, well, not all of them, but... Why don't we just guys, I mean, the kind, of, the kind of people that would patronize this medium? Did you have a, a negative oh, thing at first about that? You always time how they're, like, they're trashy and this and that. They're the nicest people. Okay, and you're talking about the fanboys? You're talking in general, so you see everywhere on, like, Facebook and everything, it gets me so mad because these friends are like, yeah, I don't have your job or do this or that. I'm like, and they're called stupid and they're not because you have to know what you're doing. You can't just sit there pretty. Like, well, yeah. sure, of course. It is work. Right? Yeah. It's legitimate work. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that anybody that says that it's not is fooling themselves. I'm sure there's probably a lot of aspiring camp girls that think, all I gotta do is turn on my computer, like you're saying, and Sit there and lingerie, you have to you have to come to these type of yeah. events and promote and, and talk to people. And I, I see what a friendly person you are, and I see you being friendly with everybody. Some of those people, Mr. Gonzalez, will be difficult to be nice to. So you've got, you've got more patience than I've got. <laughs> it is your first year. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a follow up next year. You'll you'll be all jaded and. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I I've experienced a lot in my life, so I like I kind of like know when to put boundaries. Sure. Be nice to people, and I know everyone's going through everything. So. Well, of course. Now, did you get a tattoo recently? Yeah. I have to ask about the tattoo. You always have a big team match? No, I fought certain cats, and one of them scratched me and just got one before I left. So. Okay. I didn't know if you used to get a tattoo down the street, because yeah. it looks like when you get a tattoo, when they, when they, when yeah. they cover it up. You know? Yeah, one of the few camera girls that does not have tattoos. I have no plans of getting them. Okay. Well, you know, I. What are, now, tell me what type of scenes do you do? Are you, do you just do like, just by yourself, or do you actually perform with other performers? Oh, no, I'm, I'm by myself. I will work with some camp girls if they want to work with me. Okay. I'm, my is the teddy bear. I don't know if that counts, but um, I'm on my own. I need my bedroom. I really enjoy it. Um, I try and repeat, but I do a lot of dirty talk, and I try, because I act it so I like to incorporate things and sure. things more personal. So to the camp girl thing is just fine for you. Now, have you ever performed as a dancer or have you ever done Okay, well I guess what I'm saying is this is like the difference between being a, uh, I hate to use the word stripper because I know that offends some people. But have you ever seen the side of being a stripper versus being a camp girl? And I was wondering if you know if you had an opinion about that. I've never seen that. Um, I think have you ever have you ever done it? Okay, so to you, you couldn't really have your opinion about it. Because for what I see is like when necessity comes, you know, like you hear the whole thing about, you know, I stripped my way through college. Well, what they have to do is deal with catty co workers, creepy men in person, and all the different platforms. Yeah, so they have real people in person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what I'm trying to say was that the camp, the technology has freed. People from those types of, of platforms. But people can have people. Yeah, but what I'm saying is you're not going to be yes, offered drugs, you're not going to be yeah. someone stealing your clothes out of your locker. Or, I have had somebody follow me. Uh, well, it was actually a female, but. Oh. <laughs> so, like, 
of your taste, your actual something you enjoy, versus something that you had to kind of take on. Um, what I enjoy, um, I mean, um, I mean, like, like a juxtaposition. Okay, like juxtapose what comes natural for you that you like versus what may not come natural for you that would because now in terms of in terms of sexual uh, things. Okay, where where you know, like this comes natural for you, you like this. This is something that does not come natural to you, and that's where it kind of becomes a job. You know what I mean? Where you have to kind of you know. So give me a contrast of those two things. Um, I've done submissive and I've done passive. Well, start, start with you. Start with what comes natural for you that you like. Um, for me, what comes natural is um, when I want to make sure the other prep person is okay. okay so, so you're right, you're right, you're a given, you're a please. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You've learned to be a little selfish, haven't you? That's cool. Um, I, uh, what also does is... Um, like, I really like the Hitachi and combining the Hitachi with, with a dildo and not just a straight dildo. Steve Long, baby. And my um, 
I'm abstaining as Misty Kitten underscore Kitten and Chowdade as well as Misty underscore Kitten. I'm on mainly the weekends and the evening. Catch me on MFC Thursdays 7 to 12 a.m. and Saturday um, 11 p.m. on Fridays by all night. Saturday I'm on all day on MFC College. So now we're going to keep going here. Okay. So, all right. So back. Uh, uh, okay. want to thank uh, Misty Kitten, uh, uh, Misty Blonde, uh, but I think she goes by Misty Kitten on My Free Cams uh, for being on the interview. I said that was a very interesting and very eye-opening, um, uh, at times somewhat challenging to, uh, to, uh, um, to, to, you know, there's a lot of background noise there. So I do apologize. So anyway, so what did you, what did you think of, of, of Misty Kitten? Oh, she's, she's great. I mean, she's very unique. Um, I was glad to find out she was in her younger twenties because she looks incredibly young. I know that kind of freaked me wow. out. Yeah, it kind of freaked me you out. Know, a little bit. Yeah, at least I know she's legit. You well, know, yeah, of course, legal, of legal. course. Well, well, I mean, we wouldn't, we would, well, I wouldn't have interviewed her, but and I mean, she wouldn't have been on, you know, there yeah, if she wasn't. Extremely hot, though. Yes, but she also, uh, you know, like I said, she does kind of give uh, has a certain niche, and like I said, in that niche. Uh, you know, it's great to be youthful, uh, and she is gorgeous, as you saw. Um, and you know, it's funny, I think she was actually at Exotica last year, and I didn't realize that until I was looking at pictures. I think she was actually at Exotica in Dallas last year. Oh, really? I, was at, I was like, wait a minute, we've, we, I've met her before, you know? But I don't, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't, she's, I don't know, she's done an overhaul because she looks great. I mean, I'm not saying she didn't look great then, I'm just saying she just, you know, this this takes a little bit to you know to learn how to do this, and mm -hmm. she seems like she's kind of hit her stride there. Uh, again, like I said, you know, it's great to be youthful and all that stuff. Uh, it does kind of lend itself to um, you know a little bit of something I think they call age play, which is certainly not my thing. Uh, and uh, and so that's that's just. But I wanted to explore all the different unique facets of you know all the different you know reasons and why certain people are, are camped. So I, I thank Misty so much for, for participating and, and she was a lot of fun and I really, really enjoyed her. Thank you, Misty. Uh, now. Uh, okay. So once again, uh, I, and my other thanks, I want to thank the gorgeous, talented, 
unbelievably stunning. To be in front of this woman is literally to be under her spell. <laughs> if you've ever been this close to, to hip bones uh, that are literally should be in the Smithsonian, uh, you would you would understand my level of gratitude. Jessica, thank you so much for being here this week. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, we want to we want to have Jessica back, and I definitely want all, all everybody on Twitter and Facebook and on whatever to to definitely you know uh, you know tweet at Jessica, let her know how much we enjoyed her this week, and uh, well, I definitely had a lot of fun, and thank you so much. Absolutely, you absolutely. And again, you can find Jessica. Did we already uh, Jessica cosplay on Facebook? Jessica Rabbit cosplay. Sorry, Jessica Rabbit cosplay, yes. and then also uh, you can find her. On Twitter at Jessica seven nine one five eight zero seven two. I will be changing that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then obviously you can find us on Twitter at Tricky Kid and the number two on YouTube at because all of this was being filmed, so you get to see these these hip bones for yourself here and this gorgeous face of hers. Uh, and then you uh, go to Tricky Kid TV, Tricky Kid Radio Podcast, and of course, as always, www.tricky-kid.com. That's our show this week. Again, I'm Roy Turner. I'm Jessica Rabbit. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.